everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and that is Tim. Also joining Tim <laughs> on his lap is Damien. Yeah, it's my save the cat moment. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about horror movies on this show. Uh, this, this particular episode we are going to be going back to a franchise that we started working our way through <laughs> uh, back in October actually. It's been a little bit since we did the last one. This is Friday the 13th, the final chapter, aka Friday the 13th part 4. Uh, it's not really also known as that, I and mean, it's not officially known as that is what I mean, but most people probably still call it Friday the 13th 4, because that's sure. what it is, it's the fourth one. Uh, and we should, I think when you say final chapter, you should also use air quotes, just the final mm. chapter. Sure. Yeah, because it's not a book. That's not my, my problem with it, Tim. Oh, okay. <laughs> my problem is that a year later, 5 came out. <laughs> okay. But so, uh, for the record, let it be known that this is not a book talking about the movie. That, that, Continue. That, that is true. That is true. Do you think the novelization of this movie, <laughs> uh, you get to the final chapter, it's like, you know, chapter you know, 10, the final chapter. <laughs> you know, lately I've had, a, I've actually been on a, a, a bit of a reading kick lately. Um, I, I've been reading a lot and I've been kind of having a like weird perverse uh, interest in like reading <laughs> some movie novelizations. Uh I actually have a, a copy of the uh, Constantine novel novelization. <laughs> uh, can't say. No, no, uh, <laughs> it's a French uh, pronunciation that <laughs> uh, uh, I I should probably get around to reading. And um, yeah, I, I've always been interested in uh, Jaws four. The novelization is supposed to be uh, pretty good. Give a lot of backstory onto like um, the motives of the shark and stuff. So uh, maybe we'll. We'll do a podcast about that. I don't know. Because so, so, well, that, that means I have to read it as well, Tim, so no. Uh, well, part of the reason why novelizations sometimes have uh, interesting things in them is because they have to write them in advance of the movie coming out. So they have to write it based on an earlier script or whatever. Yeah. So you end up with like things that were cut out that are still in the book and so on. I'll do um, um, one last tangent on this, and then uh, we'll get into the movie proper. But this this always just really makes me laugh. Uh, a uh, a good friend of mine uh, from uh, actually I, I should just say friend where uh, I <laughs> try not a good but, friend, just a friend. I, uh, <laughs> I, I I like him a lot, but like we haven't hung out a ton. Uh, but a, a a comedian from uh, back home on the East Coast, Mike Kaplan, has a very funny bit. Uh, I don't know if he does it anymore, but he talks about growing up. Uh, he wasn't like allowed to go see R-rated movies. Uh, mm -hmm. but he could read like uh, the book versions so he read like the book version of Robocop and um, the like uh, there's a part in it you know where the guy gets like the acid uh, thrown on his face or whatever um, or it was it's not acid is it like uh, chemicals or something yeah, it's, like, it's not even just the face it's the entire body gets drenched body, yeah. in chemicals he's, like, he's uh, like a goddamn toxic avenger walking through the scene yeah. after he's done and yeah, like he basically yeah gets like all like melty and gross and stuff, uh, but I guess in the book he like turns hairy like a werewolf, uh, and so and like uh yeah in the bit like Mike's talking about how like you know he he went to school the next day and everyone's talking about RoboCop like oh man this part was so cool this part was so cool and he was like yeah and the part where the guy gets his stuff thrown on him and turns into a werewolf and they're like what <laughs> like, what are you talking about <laughs> Here, you know if Mike ever hears this all he's going to think is. Not good friend? We're not good I, friends? <laughs> what? I, I consider <laughs> I consider him a good friend, but then I just I, I, I just felt weird because I would it on the weird off chance if he ever heard it, I wouldn't want him to be like, Hey, we're not that good. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't That's I, your I, worry. I, you you're more worried about him saying we're not that good than offending yeah. him if he thinks you're good friends and then you act, <laughs> actually live on air corrected yourself and went, No, actually not good friends, just friends. <laughs> Downgraded. <laughs> He's also uh, like much, much, much more successful than me. He's been on like TV and stuff a, a bunch of times, so I also okay. don't want to sound like I'm trying to say like, oh, my very good successful friend. So I, you know, I feel self conscious about everything. Who cares? You're on streams <laughs> after midnight. I mean, got shit on you. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so hey, that's as we talked about Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, uh, final chapter. That's what we're doing. Uh, so obviously we did the first three. Uh, a few franchises we're working through. If I, I'll tell you right now, the next time we get back to a franchise movie uh, next, so next time it's not a new release or a Patreon pick, it'll probably be Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, because it's been a while since we've done Part 2 
we're going to get to part three. So that's probably the next one. But it won't be the next episode, but it'll be the next time we get back to one of these. It'll be that. So. Oh, and because uh, I'm sure you know people have probably been concerned uh, about the the Blu-ray status. Um, so. You know, like I said before, uh, I didn't own these movies on Blu-ray, uh, but I, I have since then been able to purchase the newly released Blu-ray box set. Uh, but as we know, it only contains the first eight movies, unfortunately. Uh, but I just want to let people know I am watching these on Blu-ray now. And, uh, you know, when we get up to the eighth, uh, we'll see what I'm going to do after that. But yeah. Uh, of Friday the 13th, of course, because the way you went straight into that, it sounded like you were talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Because I literally just finished I, a sentence God. about that. <laughs> See, so this is why, because you know, I complain a lot about how uh, these franchise movies, uh, a lot of them don't have like nice Blu-ray complete box set collections. Yeah. And I think part of the reason why I'm so angry about it is because Nightmare on Elm Street has such a simple, cheap, easy collection that's been out forever that is affordable, has all the movies, you know, except for... Yes, yes, we all know <laughs> you have that that bad boy. But what are you talking about, Tim? Uh, <laughs> I've got all all every single Friday the Thirteenth movie in one Blu-ray box set right here. Well, yeah, I'm glad you're able to you know act on that when it was available for like two seconds. But <laughs> I does it does it have a date on that? When did that come out? Like uh, I don't early? Think it has a date on the case, but uh, it was like I want to say like 2012 or something like that. Okay, so I'm wondering when I started seriously collecting Blu-rays. Uh, you know, it, it would have been after that because 2012 was when I moved and I had a pretty big DVD collection at the time, uh, which I think a lot I sold back or left back home. And the Blu-rays I took were not that many. So I don't even know if I had a PS3 at the time. I might not have. Or maybe I just got one. Um so, yeah, so I must have already had all the discs and you know, um, you, 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 all, all, yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freddy vs. Jason, Jason X, and uh, unfortunately, Jason goes to hell's in there as well. But you, know, you had a coaster. Actually, well, no, I think... <laughs> actually, no. It's on the same disc as uh, Jason X, so you have to keep it. Unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> see, I, I think I would feel uh, so. A little bit of me is jealous, but not as jealous because those are the movies that are missing. Like. Okay. I'm about to make you jealous, Timmy. Now, the audio people won't get to see this, but I'm going to make Tim oh jealous. Oh, you're not going to take your clothes off, are you? <laughs> uh, all right, those are, yeah, those are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so, so I just whipped out uh, the 3D glasses that came with it for the 3D version of number three, which have got do you know, hockey mask sort of uh, imagery on them. Uh, okay, okay, you win. But uh, I, I think people uh, will side with me more because they'll feel more sympathy and empathy and uh, all that stuff. Uh, and uh, and and I think more of us are. Well, what is that? I came in. You, uh, I told you the others. They didn't believe me. You're holding. Yeah, my camera's flipped, so you can't actually read it. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's an arm What is, is that? A headband? Hardman? I don't think you in your head. Nah, that's too be. Maybe, maybe, maybe I've got a big head, but I don't think you can get that in a head. Uh, 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 that is pretty cool. Uh, but <laughs> it, it it drives me crazy, though, uh, especially like, yeah, because the Nightmare people, they did it so right. They did it so good. And I don't know why these other dumb franchises can't get it together. I don't give a shit about right ish- rights issues. <laughs> but that's don't... the reason to... <laughs> Warner Brothers own all seven Nightmare on Elm Streets. Right, they own all yeah. of them. Do you know, I love because that came out when the remake was coming out. I think I think it was the, that's why it came out when it did. And I love that they didn't wait for the remake. They just said no, no, no. The pe- people who want these seven just want these seven. They don't want the remake. Yeah. <laughs> so they just get that box set, and if they want the remake, they can I, buy that separately. I tell you what, though, if like if in three months they release a complete collection, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I will. <laughs> go ballistic <laughs> because you bought the 188 collection yep. yeah yeah no I, um, I i get you i get you uh at least it was a, it was a decent price i think it was only like somewhere between 20 30 bucks like it wasn't uh, for eight movies expensive not, at all uh, yeah not bad. Uh, <laughs> what, I, I what i'm probably gonna end up doing is i'm probably just gonna buy like uh, i know the remake is on blu-ray so i'll get that and then uh nine and ten i'll probably just end up getting dvds for but uh, i think you can get ten in blu-ray <laughs> is it 
Yeah, uh, if, if it if it is, I'll yeah. snatch it up. I think it's a standalone ten Blu-ray, so it'll just be nine. Which, to be honest, I mean, <laughs> if yeah. there's one you're going to have to go without, nine's not a bad one to leave behind. Yeah. So it's it's a, I think it is kind of a risk in this climate now, where uh, you buy these box sets and these franchises are starting to come back. That like. You know, you, you run the risk of like, all right, well, you're probably gonna have to start buying the single movies. Like, they just announced a new Leprechaun yesterday, so I already to, had the yeah. Leprechaun box set, and you have to accept <laughs> that. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, you just, you just have to accept it. Uh, although I I do not own the Leprechaun box set, so I'm okay on that front. <laughs> uh, honestly, when you might get like another big set of Friday the Thirteenth is when they eventually make a new movie or a TV show. Whenever they get to like something else, that's when they'll go. Oh, we'll do another complete box set for that movie coming out. Is there, uh, there? There's no traction on that. They haven't really been nah, talking nah, about it's, that. Nah, nah, it's dead in the water right now. Uh, Stupid. However, uh, Happy, you know, Death, Happy Death Day 2 has been pretty much confirmed, though. So yeah, and they just announced a new Leprechaun movie. Uh, you, now, see, you said that! You said that like 60 <laughs> seconds ago, Tim! Now, uh, alright, we'll, uh, I'll say one more thing about this. And then we'll, <laughs> and we'll, then we'll get, get to the, to movie. the movie. I swear. But uh, <laughs> the, y- you know what needs to happen. Bloomhouse needs to get their hands on this. And Ooh. you know, at this point, just give everything to Bloomhouse. That's I, I'm fine with that. J- <laughs> Jason know? Bloom has expressed interest in wanting to do it. Let's so. do it. What are we what are we waiting for? <laughs> yeah. I'm not waiting for it. I, I want it. Yeah, give it to Bloomhouse. Why yeah. not? Uh, <laughs> I'm all for it. Uh, apparently on you told me and Friendy Dark Web's getting good buzz and Oh yeah, that's uh, exciting they, too. Um, yeah, uh, South by Southwest uh, just happened, what, a week or two ago? And, um, yeah, uh, I, I heard a couple of people tweeting uh, about a couple of different movies. Uh, and yeah, I remember Unfriended Dark Web, I, I believe it's called, uh, actually got some Which really I just said 60 seconds feedback. ago. Tim, you keep repeating things that happened 60 <laughs> seconds ago. This is a, a trend that is unbecoming. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another movie that, that was really good too. I forget what it was, but uh, oh well, we'll see it <laughs> eventually. Yeah, we will. Obviously, we'll be getting to these all all through the years as we get access to them. But uh, all right, so finally, Friday the Thirteenth Four, the final chapter. Ten minute, twelve minutes even into the actual episode, we're finally getting oh to the movie. Um, but hey, slasher movies tend to be quite simple, so honestly, that'll pad it out a little bit because I, I don't expect the conversation itself will be as lengthy as you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll, we'll we'll go an hour on some movies if if they're they've got enough you know meat on the bone to to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is directed by Joseph Zito. Okay, <laughs> who actually did make another movie that uh, we like a lot, uh, The Prowler. What movie is it? Okay, well, that's a movie you like a lot. You like The Prowler <laughs> a lot. I think I was a little lukewarm on it. It's not horrible, but yeah. Uh, okay. Probably a solid slasher movie. I, yeah, anyway, I recommend it. He <laughs> also directed the first Mission in Action movie, uh, if you're a fan of Chuck Norris fair. You know I am. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's great, I'm sure. I, I, I enjoy those Chuck Norris action movies. Uh, they're not great, yeah, but... Fun. Uh, <laughs> so he, he, he directs this one, and this is the one where I would say Jason officially feels like Jason. Formed. Yeah, fully formed. That's a good way of putting it. Because we said it has the hockey mask in 3, but there's still some elements about him that feel kind of un-Jason-like. Uh, here it feels like, no, this is Jason Voorhees. This is where we finally got to him. And the final chapter is finally Jason Voorhees. <laughs> now, I have a question. I'm not sure if you're going to feel comfortable answering it. Um... Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Uh, so... Because I'm assuming at the end, once we do all the movies, we're probably going to rank them and stuff. So I don't know if you want to say this yet, but okay. would you be comfortable in ad- in saying if this is your favorite Friday or not? Or do you want to save that? I would be uncomfortable saying it, but only because okay. I want to watch the rest first before I make my public okay. statement on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the the only reason why uh, is uh, I, I think in the past, uh, I for some reason, I thought maybe you might have mentioned it but i also think that this tends to be kind of a fan favorite uh, i think yeah uh, i think it tends to be up there uh i, I feel yeah. like six is the one people pick the most often but uh i think four tends to be up there quite a bit and i think i think yeah. it's a number of things like there's some good kills in here i think that's first and mm-hmm. foremost and then it's got a nice dark gritty feeling to the overall thing uh but the thing is watching it again though actually for this i feel like what one of the sort of criticisms i'd have i'd have of it 
is I feel like, and this is a weird complaint to make a Friday the Thirteenth movie, but I actually think the characters are, with the exception of Crispin Glover, who of course has some standout moments with dancing and uh, other things. <laughs> yeah, the characters are a little bit less defined in this one. Does that make sense to you? I I think that's fair because uh, honestly, there's there's like two characters I pretty much remember uh, from this movie, and that's of course Crispin Glover and Tommy Jarvis. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I think it's something to do with the fact that they had like obviously Tommy with his mother and his sister in one house, and then you had the whole group of kids in the other house. It's I, it, it's, it's kind of like it's splitting the time between them, and because of that, I feel like yeah. not that not that Friday the Thirteenth characters typically have big arcs or big stories or, but well, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you think about it, it is kind of all over the place. Like, you have uh, this group of teens, but then you have this other group of this, like, family that's, like, you know, uh, living in this house near them. Uh, and then you also have, this, like, this, uh, you know, the brother character that's kind of like this, you know, random lone wolf kind of guy. And then um, even aside from that, you have, like, some random, like, you know, kills in a hospital and a, uh, you know, hitchhiker on the side of the road. So it does feel like there isn't, like, a really super tight-knit group of people. Yeah. Oh, and like, yeah, and those two uh, twins or sisters or whatever. Yeah, they, uh, they join up with the the, the, yeah. the, the, the teen college-age characters, whatever, I don't know. It was never really clear exactly, because like, oh, a bunch of kids have rented a house, but high schoolers don't tend to rent houses, so I feel like it's yeah. probably college-age kids who are, you know, fair, yeah. you know, on their break or whatever, but uh, so we're still on, this is another part of Crystal Lake, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> there's, so, there's so much around this lake, and I, like, yeah. Seemingly everything was fine up and, up until now at this side of the lake, but you know now, now Jason's back. So we we do actually. So I mean I didn't give a spoiler warning yet, but I'll, I'll just say it now. Full spoilers from this okay. point on because it's a slasher movie, whatever. Well, uh, like, before we go into spoilers, let's just oh, maybe say real quick if we like it or not. Oh yeah, I like it a lot. Despite despite what we just yeah. said, I actually really like this one. So yeah, I I, I like it quite a bit too. Uh, I I'm not going to say which one's my favorite. I will say this is not my favorite, but it's definitely high up there. His favorite six. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> he's favorite six. He may deny it. He may deny it till he's blown in the face, but he's favorite six. All right. So I, I feel like uh, mine might have a little more of a city flavor. If you oh oh <laughs> oh, I don't want to give anything away, but <laughs> do, do, do we get do we get to go to Manhattan? <laughs> Is that what's happening? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, so. Right, so so yeah, we actually pick up straight where we left off with the last movie, right? Where the the cops are there, they're sort of cleaning up the crime scene, and we have like the paramedics or or well, are the paramedics? I guess they are paramedics, but they they basically get his dead body and take it to the take it to the hospital uh, for the coroner to deal with. And although before we get to that though, it, the start of the movie does actually kind of treat it because remember how uh, three started off with the big like here's the if I even two did this as well here's the like the final scene from the last movie to catch you up if you didn't see it the start of this one kind of does that but it's it's a little bit better because it's not just a full scene again it's actually like a it's the story oh, from part two at the campfire but as he's telling the story of Jason you see clips from all all the movies uh, that are relevant mm. uh, to what it's doing so it's a nice little catch up it's it's basically they might as well have had a char- a, a character like at the start go previously on friday the yeah. 13th like they might as well have done that uh but it, it's fine it's fine I wonder, it's whatever i wonder if that's something that they're gonna start doing like because i mean in this day and age where you have like you know the avengers movie that's like a culmination of like 16 movies beforehand or something like are they just, gonna have to ha- start having people? i, I happen to check i won't check it but i happen just because black panther was recently i can tell you that avengers infinity war is the 19th movie in that Ooh. series oh boy <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not complaining. I, I like most of them, but um, <laughs> yeah, like I wonder if they are gonna start doing something like that. And, you know, yeah. you have you have so much time before the movie. Why not throw up a two minute recap or whatever before the trailers? That's that's fine. I don't know. I kind of I like the idea of that, but before the trailers, yeah, separate it out a little yeah. bit so it's not part of the movie. But yeah, like a little thing. Yeah, yeah. no, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not a terrible I, idea. I don't. <laughs> I don't want uh, you know. Uh, uh, like, who would it be? Uh, I don't know, Hawkeye or something standing around a campfire telling the <laughs> legend of, like... <laughs> Let me tell you the legend of the Avengers. <laughs> right, so... When did, uh, we can't skip pa- past the uh, the title sequence, so <laughs> let's not forget that when we get there. Okay, when was that? I- I'm forgetting. Was that, was that, was that like, I, I, after the hospital I, stuff? 
Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember if, if it's after the clips or after the actual hospital stuff. I feel like it's after the hospital well, stuff. Just talk about it now. Just, just, just essentially what okay. to talk about. Let's get it out of the way before I <laughs> dive into the stuff. Uh, it's just really. Uh, it, I just like how more intense it was. I guess maybe they they thought since it was going to be the final chapter because the other ones it was just like Friday Thirteenth coming to the screen and then the the glass breaks right. And then was Are there you, an explosion in one of them? You're forget. Uh, I think there was an explosion in the second one. Part okay. three, however, you're forgetting the funky music that was playing. That's true. Part three's got really funky music during the opening credits. It's really, it's really, really upbeat and catchy, which is really weird for a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Uh, yeah. So that was going for more of a fun vibe, whereas this one it feels like again going with Zito, who also made Prowler. It feels like no, this is more of a gritty slasher movie, and it kind of yeah. has that vibe. Yeah, and. Uh, in- it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to. I I really like that. Uh, that the title sequences are like a thing in this. Oh sure, know, franchise. yeah. Sure. Uh, a lot of the movie takes place at night in the rain. There's a lot of that, so it's it's got that kind of feeling throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah. So they don't really address if the girl from three actually technically survived or not, because I remember we ended mm. with the sort of the flip of the original ending where you know it was the mum came out of the water, you know. Right and grabbed her but the first movie that was kind of a hallucination so i guess we just assume that the end of the third movie was as well because uh, jason's just still kind of lying there in the the barn with the axe in his head <laughs> true yeah so that's the whole thing uh so they they take him to the hospital and we have a car this is a this is, like a, this is a joke that they always like to do in movies and tv show but you always have the, the coroner who's comfortable eating next to the corpses yeah and he's like he's dressed in his sandwich on top of the jason's body <laughs> And what that, um, yeah. and he's kind of creepy, kind of perverted. He's, he's talking about how hot one of the bodies that were brought in were. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this is the first time they've kind of acknowledged, like in a sort of public forum, that Jason exists. Although there's murders happening, because you you hear the True. TV say, yeah. "Oh, this time he got uh, three three uh, bakers and you know seven <laughs> kids," and it's like, "Oh, yeah. they're actually talking about it as if people know about this now. Like it's not just like the one crazy old Ralph. Like it's got a death <laughs> curse. You know, it's not just him who they showed in the clips. <laughs> who they showed in the clips? Of course they did. Uh, so, so, so that's the setup, and we have basically like a, a little hospital section, which is basically just the coroner and sexy nurse. She's kind of like, no, I don't want anything to do with you, but he keeps kind of just trying to convince her. And then she's like, oh, let's watch the news together. And they watch the news. <laughs> and then she doesn't seem up for it, but then she does seem up for it because he keeps asking. I don't know. It's the 80s movie logic, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, what better aphrodisiac is there than the news? Yeah. They're also doing it right <laughs> next to Jason's body on the on the table, and his hand moves Classic at one mistake. point. Yeah. And it's just, just like freaked out. I'm like, well, maybe don't start having sex next to a corpse. Maybe that's something you shouldn't do. It's like it's funny because we're giving him shit for like eating next to the corpse, but like we should be giving her shit too. Like you were willing to have sex next to dead bodies. Like, yeah, go to a closet, <laughs> have some class, some dignity. Have sex in the closet. Yeah, that's what they're made for. And as I've been told. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, so, uh, so naturally, Jason gets up and kills uh, kills the folk. Uh, and he, I like his look better in this one. His his dark clothes work better than the, the green shirt <laughs> from the last movie. He's do a, bit, we, uh, a bit bulkier. Do we know who who's playing Jason in this one? It's not Kane Hodder yet, right? Oh no, he doesn't come in until seven. Oh wow! It, yeah. it, it's weird that he's like <laughs> kind of like the only. I mean, I mean, maybe it's just me, but he's like the only name I think of when I think of Jason, and oh, <laughs> he yeah, really yeah. hasn't played him for that um, many movies. Yeah, I kind of I know the face of the guy who plays him in this just because I've, I've watched the you know the Crystal Lake Memories, the big oh, right. four hour or six hour documentary about all the movies, uh, and I know the face of the Jason from the set, the third movie. Um, I, I feel bad for not knowing his name, but he did do a good job in this movie. Oh, I, he did. I he did. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can probably, I can probably uh, grab it here. Where are we? You know, you'd think he'd be higher up the cast list, oh. given... Danny DeVito, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I'm just going to control F, because it's not it's not uh, showing up. I'm actually getting Jason from archive footage from the last two movies before I'm getting the one that's Jason in this. What? I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ted, Ted White. Uh, although apparently Tom Savini, who does do the makeup effects in this, he came back. He was in the he did, he did the effects for the first one. He was gone for two and three. He's back for this one. Apparently oh, cool. he played Jason in the Hitchhiker murder scene because uh-huh. I don't know why. I I think it's something to do with the uh, the practical effect. Like he had to control it or something. You, you, you barely you barely see him in that scene. Yeah, you just you see his like you know yeah. 
So I, I'm thinking that's why it's like not the, the guy who's playing Jason, Ted White, Makes who sense. plays him yeah. for the rest of the yeah. movie. I think it's something to do with controlling the uh, the effect that's happening. Makes sense. <laughs> If I remember from the documentary, I think that was the reason. Because as soon as I read that, I went, yeah, okay, that kind of makes sense, given what I vaguely remember. But regardless, so, where was I? Yeah, so Jason looks cool. Uh, the, the death of the, the, the coroner dude's actually kind of funny. He sort of twists his head. He sort of stabs him in the back of the neck and then twists his head all the way around. It's kind of cool. That one was cool. Yeah, it was cool. I, you know, I will say, uh, actually, I'm going to counter your point uh, from a little, a little bit earlier. <gasps> I... Um, I do like this movie quite a bit. Like the, you know, um, you're right. Like the characters aren't very standout ish, but then, you know, but there are a few pretty good ones. Uh, the, the kills, I don't think they're bad, but I don't think they're like super memorable. Like, I think this one's kind of cool. There's a few other ones, but then there was a lot of like just pretty simple ones. I think that I, f- I feel like they're not always memorable for the gore aspect. Some of them are like this one's got a good gory kind of thing to it. Uh, yeah, I, th- yeah. I feel like what they do well though with the kills is they're all memorable for at least something. If it's not the okay. kill itself, it's the you know the hitchhiker like she squeezes the banana out of the peel True. when she dies. Okay. It's, like a, okay. it's like a memorable little moment. It's like oh I remember that kill because that's the banana one, even though the banana is not instrumental to the death. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. So they all kind of stick out in memory. To, at least most of them do. Um, so you know, I mean, there's a couple of lame ones, but I feel like there's always a couple yeah. of lame ones in a slasher movie. They're not all going to be gold. Yeah, there's a pretty decent body count in this, so yeah, I can get away with some average ones. Yeah, uh, like the, the first twin who dies, like it's basically just off camera. You just hear her scream, and then like she sort of stumbles oh, yeah, into yeah. frame afterwards with a blade in her back. And it's like, okay, all right, True. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that happened. Uh, so yeah, so the, the kills kill, kills vary. Uh, you have uh, there's one there's one that's hampered a little bit by how dark it is, but there's like a harpoon gun in the deck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would have man, I would have liked a really nice, cleaner, brighter shot of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, <so laughs> and I think one of the things that this does share with three though, it doesn't necessarily share with the later movies as much as we're saying he's he's definitely Jason now. Like it feels like classic Jason. I think just the w- one thing the movie does that f- still feels kind of old school compared to the later ones. Is that it still avoids showing him for almost all, like the first two thirds of the movie? You never see him really, right? Not not really. They, they kind of hide. You see the hand here. You see the the, the weapon here. It still kind of plays it almost as if we don't know who the killer is, even though we do. <laughs> yeah. But it still kind of shoots it that way until it's almost like like a monster movie where okay, we're not going to show the alien until the third act. Like we have mm-hmm. to hold it back. They want to see Jason, so we're going to hold like- it. And show him full in the, the third act when he's actually chasing people and like busting through doors and you know and everything else. I, I like that you said monster movie, but then specifically made it an alien. Alien's a monster movie. Well, yeah, it's just like <laughs> right. I feel like you use a general like thing and then all right, a werewolf. A very specific. You, you don't want to show the werewolf until like you know you tease it all movie and then you do it and. It kind of works. Like, I'm not, it's not actually a criticism. It's just an observation. It's a little bit different because I feel like the later movies they'll just show you him standing there with the mask like all the time. Because why not? <laughs> hey, I mean, I you know, I uh, I was gonna make a joke about there being a conspiracy where there being like two killers, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, that would be an interesting idea though if you had like just a random serial killer <laughs> killing a bunch of kids while like Jason is also there or something. That's an interesting plot idea. I'll tell you. <laughs> actually, I had an idea. Uh, I hope no one steals this now, but I had an idea. Uh, we'll copyright this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the idea. I just I, I like this. I like the idea of making like a, a serial killer movie, right? Mm. That the twist at the end is that it's Jason Voorhees, but you don't know until the end that it's Jason. You, you, it's not called Friday the Thirteenth. It's called something else. You just think it's oh, it's a movie about a cop trying to track a killer, and all these bodies are piling up. And it's a big twist at the end. Oh shit! This is a Friday the Thirteenth movie. This is Jason Voorhees. You know what? I I love that idea. It just this is one of the things that like drives me crazy. It's that um, like in this day and age, no one would ever be able to keep that secret. That's like, not that's, that's fair. Yeah, you know, they would like. I I think that like I would my mind would be so blown if I went into the theater not expecting that and then you know, saw something like that. But yeah, in this day and age, people would be hyping it so much. I know. You no, know? I just I love the idea of it. Secretly being 
like you know either Jason or Michael, but you don't actually yeah. know that because we don't even know it's part of that franchise until it hits. And I had that idea before a certain film came out the start of last year. Before anyone says, "Oh, it's just like that movie." No, 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 no. I had that idea before then. So, okay. anyway, <laughs> movie, not mo- sure what movie you're talking about. <laughs> moving on. We reviewed it, Tim. You have seen it. <laughs> you did we'll see talk it. about it afterwards. Cool. Cool. <laughs> right. So, uh, so, so Jason looks good. Uh, his intimidation factor is great towards the end when he's doing all the chasing. When he's, we're actually seeing him in full and he's he's busting through doors and everything else. Um, I, one of the plot elements we have in this one is that, like you said, there's a brother character that we sort of run into who is a brother of one of the girls who died. Uh, in the previous movies uh, so he's kind of hunting he's, he's looking for Jason he wants to find him uh, which funnily enough they kind of borrowed for the remake uh, a little bit true yeah, uh, yeah. you know in 2009 so you know, we'll get there eventually but so he it, they don't do much with him he's just kind of camping out of a tent and then he it kind of helps I actually have to really really laugh though his death cracked me up because it like he doesn't play too badly, but if you listen to his dialogue, as because he's he's with the sister, like Tommy Jarvis, he's, who's played by Corey Feldman, of course, his big sister. He's with her. Who's he's got like a oh maybe this will be a romance, you know, potentially if it you know goes further, but uh, this doesn't because he, he gets killed. But basically, he's down in the basement because they're, they're, they're searching the house where all the bodies are starting to pile up, and Jason like grabs him in the basement and he's like stabbing him and stuff. And as he's dying, he he actually yells out, "He's killing me!" He's killing me! Run! He's killing me! And to be fair, it doesn't play as stupid as it sounds when I say it, but that is still horrible writing. Don't have your character yell out, he's killing me, he's killing me, oh my god, he's killing me. (laughs) I think, uh, wasn't that a, uh, wasn't that like kind of a joke in like the first Austin Powers movie? I think like a a character gets like... Yeah, it sounds familiar, yeah. (laughs) They get like uh like thrown into like a pit or something. You just hear him like screaming and then just like describing what's happening to him for a really really long yeah, time. Yeah, no, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. it's been Austin a while. Powers, but, yeah. uh, maybe, probably a bad movie, but I liked it as a kid. I liked All it, right, yeah, when it, when, when it came out and I was like eleven <laughs> or whatever I was. Sure, there was an time. I, I don't know. Uh, I do, and I liked the second one when it came out as well. I don't know if they actually got worse or if I just was too old by that point, but when the third one came out, I thought it was garbage. <laughs> so Yeah, 100% agree. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's so hard to tell. I Sometimes I don't trust my <laughs> 10-year-old yeah. self. I've, I've never went back and watched the first two to see if I actually still think they're good or if well, I'm just going to be like, oh, this is still kind of rough. I think I know uh, what our <laughs> Patreon vote is going to be next month. <laughs> Not horror movies, Tim. <laughs> Can't pick them. <laughs> Mike Myers is in it. (laughs) Just because they cracked that joke in Baby Driver, don't think we can do it here. All right? Where was it? Okay, so yeah, brother character dies and he yells out really goofy things as he's dying. So that's the whole thing. Uh, All on that, you've got Crispin Glover's character. This was a year before Back to the Future, so it's just kind of fun that he's a teenager in this as well uh, before we see him in in Back to the Future. Yeah. He's kind of a goofy character. He's kind of the loner. His friend thinks he's the hotshot who can ha- get all the babes, and he keeps making fun of him. He's, he, and I'm going to call him Teddy. That wasn't his name, but he, he kept. He, he was holding a teddy bear for like half the movie, and he kept saying, yeah. "Do you want to give Teddy a kiss?" And I'm like, okay, so he's, he's Teddy. He's, yeah. He might be more annoying than uh, Shelley from. Oh, he absolutely is. I, I think <laughs> Shelley, whilst a bit annoying, is a likable guy, yes. though, despite yes. being annoying. This guy is just annoying and you can't wait for him to die. Because all yeah. he does is tell Crispin Glover that he's a loser and he's a, a, a the quote-unquote dead fuck, right? That was the line. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> shit in bed um, and c- keeps putting him down, thinking he's a hot shot. So you're actually... And then, then he just gets high while he's watching like this old silent movie porn that he finds so, stashed somewhere in the house. I, I think his death is the one I always remember the most, even though it's not like super... super you know like memorable or anything mm. i always remember it because of the weird like situation where this guy is watching this like old silent porno like or whatever it's like it, it's just so uh bizarre and then yeah like he stabs him through the projector screen but it's i don't know it, it's like so hard to forget just because it's like oh like this is like ancient even like back then why are they watching this yeah and he's laughing constantly as if it's really funny and there's nothing yeah. funny about it <laughs> Like really, 
It's, it's, it's baffling to me. I mean, yeah, he's high at one point, but even before he's high, he's laughing at it. So yeah. I, I don't know. He's he's a really annoying character. Uh, we mentioned the characters weren't that well defined, and that's true because there's a character who I thought they were setting up because the final girl ends up being Tommy's big sister, right? And that makes sense as well. But there's a girl on the the, the group of kids who I thought might be. The, I mean, not this time because I've seen it before, but like could have been the final because she, she's kind of the one who's not had sex yet, and she's kind of you know she's kind of fitting that final girl stereotype. It's like- Kind of like the the main kind of couple of that group. Yeah, because she's into this guy and she does have sex with him by the end of the movie because he he ends up dying in the shower. That, that that's the screenshot. I like that I, scene. Yeah, I like that scene too. That's the screenshot I always remember from the movie though. Is like him in the shower, like looking terrified as Jason's you know about to bash his head in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I thought okay, so she kind of feels like she's the main girl, and then her friends kind of the. I mean, she's only having sex with the boyfriend, but I'll just say the slitter one because she's you know she's got that kind of personality, uh, and. So, but the main plot with the kids are because there's like no like they're trying to do anything other than just like they meet these twin girls and you know the the douchebag and Crispin Glover are trying to like flirt with them, did, and one of them. Did actually, they say why they're even there or like are, is it literally they're just going there to camp or whatever vacation? I don't think they say. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's like it's that like pointless. It's just like these these are just bodies. Like yeah, yeah, that's as a body count, uh, and the the one. There's one, the one that the douchebag's trying to like get get in in her pants. So, so that one who he's trying to like flirt with, because they come back to the house with them. They go skinny dipping first. Uh, there's like a funny scene where Tommy like it was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they first are, like the first night where the the kids are in the house and by kids I mean you know the college age people, yeah. uh, and the, the one of the girls is like taking her top off in the in the window and Tommy is watching from across the street and oh, yeah. every couple of seconds he just starts freaking out and like you know rolling around the bed in excitement because he's seen boobs it yeah. I, I don't know it cracked I, me up actually I, I really like this scene just because um like i i feel like in movies a lot of times you don't get to see kids be kids like when mm. you do have like a younger kid in uh in these movies i feel like they're always very precocious or like they're like way too smart for their age like oh god damn it, that freaking kid yeah. in the ring is so annoying <laughs> but, like, um, yeah i mean but, th- 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 he's he's arguably a little too smart for his age because he's so good with the uh because he has true, the big yeah. idea at the <laughs> he end can make, like he... hollywood level like yeah. monster masks yeah um, which is but, it's kind of it's kind of funny to think that he's just based on maybe tom savini <laughs> in some yeah. way <laughs> oh that's true yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love that he, the way he's like jumping up and down and like, you know, acting all giddy, it's like, oh no, like this is how a kid would act. Like, especially like, you know, I, I like that he's watching it like, you know, it's not like gross, like he's like turned on, but he's just watching it like, oh my God, like I shouldn't be watching this. Ha ha ha. Like, yeah, uh, yeah he, he's at, he's, he's excited about the boobs, but he's not old enough that it's creepy because he's, yeah. you know, <laughs> getting some tissues to take care of business. Because like, that, that, if... yeah. I'm sorry, I was just gonna yeah. say like yeah, like if the if the kid from the ring was watching it, it would be like so much creepier. <laughs> I feel like if the kid was from the ring was watching it, he'd, he'd be in like a suit and tie with a cognac. Yeah, exactly. And just uh, he'd have a single tissue that he'd just pull out. He's like, okay, I guess it's time to time to take your business. Uh, whereas Corey family here, he feels like a kid. He's, he's just excited to see him boobs because he's not supposed to. You know, the internet doesn't exist yet. He's not been able to just Google boobs like everyone else does these days. And he's excited, uh, so I like that scene. But so 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 the plot with it, this is going to sound convoluted, but let's just call them twin A and twin B, right? Twin A uh, is the one that Crispin Glover's trying to flirt with. Twin B is the one that the douchebags try to flirt with. Twin B goes after the boyfriend of the slutty girl, <laughs> right? Which yeah. the slutty girl's upset about. Uh, the boyfriend eventually says, "No, I can't do this." He actually turns into okay you know what i was kind of skirting with the idea but you know what i'm a better person than this uh, unfortunately by the time he decides that his girlfriend's been killed in the, the lake <laughs> jason's yeah. stabbed her through the, the the boat um and then he goes out and he's the one who gets shot in the dick with the, the harpoon gun so fine and then girl b or twin b then decides you know what that crispin glover guy he's quite goofy and his dancing was kind of hot <laughs> in a really weird way and she decides to just go after him which upsets twin a who's because you know she just stole the one he she was talking to so she tries to leave she gets killed uh chris mcglover and her have sex and then of course her and chris mcglover both get killed 
not long after sex. But of course, the arc is complete though, because after they have sex, Crispin Glover's like, "Hey, was I a, was I, you know, was was I a dead fuck?" <laughs> and she's like, "You know what? No, you were actually pretty good. In fact, I think I want to do it again." And he's all uh-huh. happy about it. It was kind of. It was the, that, yeah. that 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 is the that is the only plot the kids have. <laughs> the biggest arc in the movie is that Crispin Glover is worried that he's bad at sex, then has sex and is told, "You're not bad at sex." Yeah. So he dies happy. I cried. Yeah, <laughs> he dies happy. At <laughs> it least. was a very touching scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were talking about tissues. You had tissues out yeah. for this. You're like, "Oh my god, he's good at sex. This is amazing." <laughs> There's a parade <sighs> confetti up in the air. <laughs> um, yeah, so blah blah blah. These kids, whatever. Uh, They'll die. The the real meat, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like, are, are these last like what ten or fifteen minutes uh, when it's uh, the sister and Tommy Jarvis. Uh, yeah, running from Jason know. and. Uh, there's a really great moment actually where uh, the sister just throws herself out the window it's before she gets to Tommy oh, yeah, she, yeah. Just, she just like throws herself out the window to get away <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah that, that was cool um, and yeah I think everything because when, when he's chasing after him at one point he throws the uh, you know the, the brother who was looking for his sister he throws his <laughs> he, body he throws the brother <laughs> yeah he throws not Tommy he throws the, uh, the, the, the adult that he's killed already he throws his body through the window oh, yeah. and it, it really feels like he's a Terminator in this movie like he's coming for them and he just keeps hunting them through the house and of course eventually uh we get the uh, tommy like sees one of the photos from the you know the brothers he's been doing research so he's got photos of a young jason and he shaves his head to look like young jason and they kind of tricks him uh and the big ending of the movie is that not only does he stab jason he starts to freak out so much that he starts just stabbing him repeatedly as if he's going nuts and they're, they're kind of yeah. teasing that he might become a serial killer now that's kind of what the ending's going for um because we get, we get like a, a quick scene where the doctors like talking to us like, yes, well, it's, it's not unusual for someone to go through a traumatic experience to like act out with some aggression. This is normal. Yeah. This is very normal. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, I I like this ending. I feel like um you know we have the nice setup where you know it's this kid who you know obviously knows how to you know make like masks and prosthetics or, or whatever, and it, it's not really a mask. He <laughs> he basically just shaves his head, but still, it's like okay, yeah, like he. You know, knows how to alter his appearance. Yeah, he, uh, he. I guess what the movie's going for is that he he understands and appreciates monsters. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know. Uh, and uh, and I like it's like a little. It's a little similar to the ending of two, where you have the you know protagonist. Uh, you know, starts to pretend to be Jason's mother. Um, in in this, you know, you have the the kid pretending to actually be a younger Jason. Um, so I thought I thought it was kind of interesting, but the I mean I think you know the real cool standout part of it is the you know stabbing him in the face with a machete and then having him kind of just slide down into oh, it yeah. yeah that looks really cool it looks really cool uh yeah all, all the chase stuff in the last like 10 20 minutes is really really good and then, of course the final moment that it goes to credits on is like she's hugging little tommy and tommy's <laughs> just staring like he's a complete and utter psychopath <laughs> so yeah you know look forward to part five folks that's coming <laughs> Uh, obviously this is often referred to as the first part of the Tommy Jarvis trilogy because he's in three movies in a row Um, (laughs) although honestly obviously we'll talk about this more when we get to five and six but five feels it's out of a different continuity because Tommy feels very different in six than he does in what he's meant to be in five so hey whatever we'll get there we'll get there Uh, yeah and, and I like having a like a character to kind of follow in these movies uh like in you know like in nightmare you have kind of the you know uh, like a little bit of a line you can trace with a uh, nancy you know even though you know she's not in every movie and uh i kind of like having one character that you can at least go back to or make references yeah to, i mean so, ha- halloween uh, of course cool. it was loomis and then if you're yep. if you're going from one two to h2o or even one two to resurrection <laughs> or not resurrection sorry uh you know, the new one that's coming out. The re- returns. Yeah, Returns. I, I don't even have to call it that anymore. I think it's just called Halloween. I could be wrong. Yeah, fair. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, in that case, it's Laurie, who's the, who's the through line. But, yeah, I like having her through line, too. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice when it's not just random new batches of characters every movie, mm-hmm. necessarily. Uh, and after we're done with the Tommy trilogy, we get the uh, the Carrie knockoff, who's going to fight <laughs> Jason. Uh, so lots of things to look forward to, but uh, that's Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Anything else you want to what you talk about or bring up? Any scenes that 
are sticking out is oh we should talk about that you know uh, i'm i'm trying to think but all i can think about is uh, <laughs> i've been playing mortal Kombat recently and i'm thinking <laughs> of jason's <laughs> fatalities uh so uh it's almost yeah. a shame that he only has one or two in that <laughs> game he, he, he should, yeah he should have tons of fatalities they're all fatalities he's jason for yeah, god damn it yeah, they're pretty cool. I mean, I, can't, I made this rant before, but just for God's sakes, just make like a horror game. We all want it. We uh, we all want to play it and watch Jason fight Leprechaun, once, of course. Once again, uh, we're back to Tim not understanding how <laughs> rates to characters work. I don't care. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't understand why these people don't want to make money because all this crap uh, will make money just share the profits i don't know everyone's so stubborn who cares um so yeah mortal Kombat is a great game I speaking guess of video games actually it... uh, to- tommy at one point uh early on he's playing a video game and it's like oh. this old atari game or whatever it is or maybe it's a, maybe it's one of the computers that existed way back then i i, I couldn't even possibly name because i wasn't <laughs> even born yet i'm happy to say unlike tim sure. who's the old man over here hey <laughs> were you born in 84 tim was that was that for you I assume it yeah, was. pre me, you son of a <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so, I mean, by the way, just let's point out here that the first movie was 1980, and this is the fourth movie in 1984, so that's only one year's been skipped. Mm-hmm. Four movies in five years, that is impressive. But hey, so, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so he's playing a video game, and all I could think was, oh, I'm glad I was born later, because video games look really shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's just you know it's so simple you know even like you know when we get to the the 8-bit stuff at least you can make out the what, what things yeah. are meant to be uh oh yeah I, I'm, like so, I'm so glad i wasn't around in the atari days i really am yeah i, I mean i i like a lot of retro games uh but yeah anything pre nes i'm not like you know yeah. some of it's fun but yeah i can't really play it for too long without getting bored yeah yeah uh, of course, there's some grandpas watching this going, "Oh, you kids today, you're too entitled." <laughs> but you do video games. We had Pong, and Pong was great. <laughs> but hey, so um, that <laughs> that is, uh, I guess that's rated the thirteenth part four. Uh, it's a really solid one. Good kills, good Jason, good hunting vibe. You can critique good it, Jason. I think. For what did you say? It's a good Jason. Good Jason. <laughs> Jason. 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 <laughs> X to Jason. Jason X. Sure. <laughs> oh, this has, this has been a rambling one. Uh, so, yeah, no, I think it's a solid one. Good good kills, good Jason. Uh, I like all the chase stuff at the end. I like the sort of more sort of, you know, constantly raining at night kind of gritty slasher feel of it. Uh, I think the critiques would be uh, the characters are even thinner than usual. There's, there's very little. They're a bit too spread thin, I guess. Uh, and they, they are just kind of meat to be killed. But the kills are memorable, and uh, yeah, so yeah, good, good, good stuff. <laughs> uh, so Tim, this rate, this rate, yep. Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. What were you giving it? Uh, it's a little tough because uh, it's it's a good. Uh, it's still not my favorite of the franchise. Um, so like six. <sighs> No, 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 no! Come on. Uh, oh wait, I thought you meant uh, uh, I was gonna give it a six. No, 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 no your it, favorite six. That's what I'm saying. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, a seven point five. I think it's really good, but it's just a little bit shy of an eight for me. I think maybe if there is a few more kills that I enjoyed, like I definitely don't think the kills were bad, but mm, that's, um, that's fair. Yeah, if, if if there are a few maybe really crazy over the top ones, I was like, whoa, like that could have definitely bumped it up over for me. But seven point five, still still very good. Yeah, oh, it's it's weird rating some of these movies because I'm like, I really like it, but then if I objectively step back as someone who critiques film on a regular basis and you right. know, yeah. this is what makes a good film, I'm like, well, I can't really give it that high a score. But at the same time, I, <laughs> I have a lot of fun with it. I, like I like it a lot. Uh, so I'm just going, I'm just going to shoot a straight. I think. Uh, no, I'm going to agree. Seven point five. Okay. Seven point five. I wish I remembered what I'd given two and three, just so I could like have an idea of what of what they're comparing them to. I think every time we do one of these, I'm always like, oh, I should go back and see what my score was because I'm <laughs> like, I, I probably said the same thing about one of the other movies, but gave it like an eight point five or something like where it's like, wait, I this is. You didn't go that high, Tim. I'm pretty sure you didn't go that <laughs> no. high. Um, 
But yeah, so no, I I think two, three, and four make quite a solid little trilogy of movies. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, and then we'll be we'll be getting to part five next time we come back to Friday the Thirteenth. Like, like I said at the start of the show, though, next time we get to back to a franchise movie, it should be uh, Nightmare Three, and then we've got Helen Four to contend with, and Phantasm Four. So you know, bunch bunch of things to get through. Well, we already did all the Halloween movies, didn't we? I said Phantasm Four. Before that, though, you said Halloween Four. I said Howling Four. Oh, Howling. Okay, howling. okay, okay. Yes. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> the Howling of the Werewolves. I mean, how do you follow up yeah. marsupials? I don't know, but we'll find out. Amphibians. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're fit. <laughs> howling Four. They're fish now. <laughs> <laughs> We're fish. Yeah. Hey, I'd watch it. <laughs> Copyright. No one take it. <laughs> so, uh, mermaids, that'd be terrifying. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, it'd be a good Aquaman issue. I. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. That's that's a good point. Maybe, maybe yeah. the Aquaman movie later this year. Maybe that'll. Uh, have some have some wear fish in it, uh, yeah. but that, I guess that wraps <laughs> wraps us up. Um, and of course, uh, and we should have an episode again next week. We're actually, I mean, th- this quiet spells ended up not being really that quiet. But uh, yeah. we we have uh, the Patreon pick to do next week, which was addition, so you can expect that as the next episode. Uh, and then we go into April, and we have at least one big new release early April, and then we'll see what what we can get back to. Uh, for the rest of the month but things are looking pretty good so uh, no need to be too concerned and we'll be back next week with addition so I guess that's been Streams After Midnight that's been Friday the 13th the final chapter not really final of course but final final uh, as opposed to Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday which was also not the final chapter (laughs) can't keep a good Jason down I guess cannot you cannot I'd almost forgive it if it was a reboot after this but it's not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's five yeah. a new beginning <laughs> but hey so that's that's it so uh so yeah you, you can like subscribe let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below uh, if you want to get us on twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates you can do that you can have it at patreon.com slash tv if you want to support the show on the channel there's a link to that in the description you get to vote once a month on an episode uh actually what's the vote for this month uh it's up for for the patrons to vote on uh, we're doing some Crip movies. I don't know which ones you That's picked right, out. yeah, it's four yeah. Crip movies. That's why I can't remember. Because usually I remember them because there's, <laughs> there's a theme. So it's like, okay, so it's four vampire movies and I'll, I'll remember them quite easily because it's four vampire movies. This month, they're all completely randomly different things, but they're all from the Crypt. What is the Crypt, huh? you ask? That's a, that's a good question, Tim. Uh, <laughs> good Tim. Good Timmy. Uh, so, no, The Crypt is basically another thing our patrons have is they can submit movies to The Crypt, which is a list of to, a to-do list, essentially, for movies that are uh, user-submitted. We should call it a to-die list, since it's a horror <laughs> to podcast. List. Sure, I'm fine with that, Tim. Uh, <laughs> so, patrons get to submit to the list. Uh, everyone gets to see the list. You can actually, there'll be a link in the description, uh, as there always is, to actually go and look at what's in the list right now, uh, and you can check that out. Uh, but patrons get to submit. So, the, the vote for this month is four movies from The Crypt. Uh, so, they're voting on that. Uh, the patrons are voting so you can go do that check that out plus there's other bonuses for other shows uh, but that is that is it so I, I think we're done I think that's us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it uh, keep watching scary movies and we'll see you next time